Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Hello. Okay. This one is actually a listener request for what they wanted to hear as a question answered on the podcast. The question is, what is the most common reason for the downfall of a relationship or a marriage? Hmm. So if you have heard this phrase before, you'll know what I'm talking about. People will say that The reason for relationships will failing or people argue is because of money and sex, money and sex. Everything's about money and sex. Others will say it's just about communication. The make or break of a relationship is communication. And those things are true as well as a bunch of other things no one talks about, like the fact that you're two completely separate humans with different expectations entering into a shared group project of sorts that is marriage but i would like to just from a therapist perspective point out the power and the impact of repetition repetition of any pattern or communication skill or action lack of action repetition of something enough times will either have you trending upwards in your relationship or holding firm in a really solid, good position, or it'll have you trending downwards in your relationship and then holding to that state of emotional deficit where you're just in so much emotional debt, it feels almost impossible to work your way out of. That metaphor of deficit, I use that a lot with clients to try to help them understand what I'm talking about, so I'll try it with you. It's as if when you come together with someone, you guys have your financial histories that you're coming together with. So either you're coming in neutral, which is cool, or you're coming in with a positive bank account. Maybe you've had good relationships with caregivers. You've had overall positive dating relationship. There's no trauma. Life has been, for the most part, good. And so your bank account, quote unquote, for emotional and relational connection is either positive, maybe by $5, $20, or maybe if you've really been blessed, $50, right? But let's say that you, one of you is coming in neutral or with a positive emotional bank account, And the other person is coming in with debt, negatives. So that can be something like they've had traumatic experiences that impact their ability to trust, believe in another person, open themselves up, something like that. Maybe their debt is that they're just coming out of a long-term relationship. And so there's a temporary dip in their emotional bank account, but you just happen to meet them in the middle of that dip. Or maybe there's, well, this one's a lot more noticeable and common maybe, is they have a history from childhood 
that left this huge amount of debt that they didn't even take out. It's almost like their parents took out debt in their name. And now as an adult, this is their first time trying to pay off that debt to get back to a neutral baseline of emotional availability, skills, knowledge, trust, all of that jazz. So you have two people coming in, right? With their own emotional bank accounts. Now, what happens next over time is incredibly important. This is why I just love therapy so much, very much, because therapy is a chance to interrupt the cycle and potentially change the course of the what happens next. It's a chance to make up for a lot of that debt that you might be coming in with and give you a fair footing to launch into a relationship, to give you the awareness of what's going on so that you can change something. But let's just take therapy out of the equation. Let's take, you know, there's other ways to create that as well that are not therapy. Maybe you have mentors in your life or really close friends that are a couple that you trust and are learning from. Some people will say that they had a step-parent that came into their life later on, but was able to do some reparative work. So I also want to make that clear. Therapy isn't the only way to do this, but you know, that's my professional capacity. So I have a lot of positive feelings about it. But if we even take that out of the equation and we just allow your histories to play out on autopilot, this is where the repetition starts to kick in, regardless of what the issue is. The issue might be playing out in sex. It might be playing out in money. It might be playing out in your relationship with your in-laws. That part is interchangeable. It changes for every couple, but whatever y'all's vibe is, y'all's tension area, when you get into a repetition of how you manage it, that'll either strengthen you or set you back. We need conflict and, um, well, not even just need. It's going to happen regardless. We don't have control over that. You're different people. When conflict happens, though, the repair that you guys do has the ability to strengthen you both, to strengthen your relationship and move you more and more towards secure attachment. So now, over time, one year, five years, 10 years of repetition of conflict repair, conflict repair, conflict repair, we start to see the intensity, maybe, of the conflicts and the impact that it has on your emotional bank account. The intensity will decrease. Maybe the frequency and how close together they are, that'll decrease. Maybe you don't even notice it anymore. It doesn't feel like big C conflict. It just kind of feels like a, a moment, a brush. And so both of you now can start to experience a different bank account than what you even came into the relationship with, hopefully for the more positive, hopefully a lot different than the family you were born into and learned all your original, maybe maladaptive coping skills from. But what if it goes the other way? This is where we have a couple who their debt starts compounding on each other. So we're bringing in communication skills where we're demeaning the other person, we're 
doing the fight, flight, or freeze. We're either going to be attacking them or we shut down, completely ice them out, or we leave the house anytime there's something we don't quite like and we don't communicate about it. That's happening over and over and over again. Repetition. And now you guys are so deep in that cycle that the distance is increasing in your emotional connection. You don't trust that you could bring something up and the person's going to respond well. This is where in couples therapy, people will start to say, well, I already know what they're going to say. So, And the thing is, I believe them 100%. I believe that by the time they've come to therapy or wherever, this pattern has played out enough times. It has been in repetition long enough that they do kind of just give up on a different outcome because why would it be different? It's been playing out like this for the past 15 years. It's been playing out like this for the past two years, six months. This is just kind of what they they do. This is what it is. So I'm going to do me and we're going to keep it rolling. We'll be okay. Once we get into repetition of tools that are, well, I guess the lack of tools, repetition of distrust, avoidance, things like criticism, contempt. Once we get into enough repetition of those things in the relationship, any softness, any warmth, any trust, openness, all of that starts to harden. All of that starts to become harder and harder to overcome, to change, to breach, to do something different because now we're not even in sync. We're not on the same wavelength with each other. So one person might say, okay, no, 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 no. We can change this. I'm going to do something different. And let's say they don't leave the house or they try to be kind in a conflict, even though usually they would both be fighting. They try to do something different, but their partner is no longer in their wavelength because it's been so much repetition of this bad pattern. So their partner is not vulnerable and not feeling it. And they're still coming, attacking, 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 or shutting down, icing them out. And so now the original person's like, all right, then like, what am I doing this for? I give up, whatever. You do this for long enough, then what relationship is left? You are in so much emotional debt. Imagine $1 million of emotional debt and all you have to throw towards it are five dollars ten dollars shoot a thousand dollars towards a million dollars of emotional debt you're gonna get exhausted burnt out and it's gonna feel like it's doing nothing it is a drop in the bucket of the amount of negative history you guys have between you at this point now had had you caught it earlier on whether it be through therapy mentorship personal reflection podcast do you but if you catch it earlier on let's say now you guys only have a thousand dollars of emotional debt between the two of you still debt but it's a thousand well does five dollars feel like much no but you see it go from four digits down to three nine hundred ninety five dollars of emotional debt you see movement you see progress and now if you can do a big gesture, maybe a gesture that's worth $500. 
that has weight because you weren't in so much emotional debt. But when you're coming at it, when there's a mountain of it to overcome, it's discouraging, it's disheartening, and you're not going to want to do it anymore. You've lost stamina, endurance, and you also are not getting any of the very much needed relational inputs to keep going. You're not getting any validation from your partner. You're, <laughs> both of you are expecting the other person to move forward, be vulnerable, be naked, throw risk out with zero validation. I, that's how, how do you do that? So all in all, to answer the original question, what is one of the biggest reasons for the downfall of a marriage or a partnership? I would say it's repetition of a dysfunctional way of communicating or living day-to-day life that is repeating over and over and over again over time and just compounding on itself. Because even if we weren't talking about communication, let's say it's something like a couple who's like doing pretty well. They have a pretty good emotional bank account. But now it's the repetition of no time together. We're too busy and work. And so now we go from having connection touch points every couple times a week to maybe once a week for an hour to once every two weeks to I can't remember the last time we just had a regular conversation that wasn't about logistics, work, kids, stress. That's repetition of disconnection. And now our bank account is lower, not because we quote unquote did anything wrong or said anything wrong, is more of out of lack of the good things that we still needed. Dehydration, almost. You put someone in a situation like that for years at a time, whether it be due to their job or mm, a life transition, like bringing kids into the mix and not adapting to that change. Do that for years at a time and your bank account, again, has compounded in debt. So think about this for yourself. How does this apply? Can you relate? If you were to think about your relationship, how much emotional debt are you in? Or would you say, actually, we are chilling. We are in the positive. We're in the green. How do we keep going with that? Let's make sure that we protect that. You know, think about that and think about what you want to do about it. Hello. So if this episode made you think, please do share it with someone that you think would also benefit from it. Chat about it with them. Brainstorm with them. Um, You can also just leave a rating or review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That also is a way of sharing so that others can be in the loop but if after listening to this episode you're like ah we have a lot of debt here say no more that does not mean that everything has already blown up let's have intervention now so that it's not progressing any further in the wrong direction 
I would love to work with you. So go to the link in the show notes or my website, myintimacytherapist.com. Let's set up a consult. Let's talk so I can see how I can help or direct you to resources in your state or area. But I hope this episode means something to you or at least helps um, untangle or unlock something for you and that you and your significant other would be more and more and more compounding in the direction of positives where you're both fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We will talk soon.